It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Start, start, start me off with a beat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Small Potatoes is my name, uh. They call me Small Potatoes. Here we go. Yo, I got small potatoes, but that ain't a big problem. Everybody says, man, you know you gotta solve them by yourself. Think about your deep flaws. No one's gonna love you until you love yourself. That's That got really real. <laughs> we should do raps where they have very deep, pessimistic messages. My turn. Drop a beat and I'll do one. Yo. Yo. Big, big Christy on the mic again. That's right. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you about this big dick. This big dick is really, really thick. But you know what it can't do? It can't give me happiness. Because I'm only fucking sluts and bitches that don't care about my feelings. So I'm getting really worried if I'm going to find someone that's going to be with me long term. And marry me and give me the kids that I want. Kids that I want. Kids that I need. Because that's really what defines you in America. The American dream. Do I got two kids? One a girl, one a boy. But since it's 2020, they could be whatever they want. But I don't know if I'm going to find me a girlfriend that's going to marry me and let me have kids that want to be whoever they want because some people just ain't with the times word <laughs> damn dude why are we doing a movie podcast we should be doing a rap, a rap podcast you are Hell killing yeah. it with the acapella verse too it can't be that rap why don't you leave the fake titles to me Hey man, how come I can't hop on your? I was gonna say, how come I can't hop on your junk? But that's not really <laughs> the phrase that I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, why can't I hop on your bit? And I'd be like, because it's more than a bit. Yeah, it's a butt. Hey. hey, no, six feet apart. Six feet apart. Uh, my name is Alejandro, and my name is Christian. But you can call him Christian, and you could call him Alejandro. And we watched a movie here. It can't be that bad podcast. Th- that's right. And what movies do we watch here? We watch bad movies, critically condemned films, and to be we more like specific. to make it seem like they're good. Yeah, because we are defenders. We are the white knights of the film industry. And we will stand up to critics who give good movies bad ratings. That's right. Roger Ebert. The next movie. Rest in peace. uh, R.I.P. But also, the next movie, you guys vote wrong because I think his company still goes in his name. Anyways, Anyways. we watched the movie. (laughs) Did you just shimmy into the mic? I figured that would be a good way to distract the audience. Oh, by shimming into the mic and making your voice sound like uh, like it's pulsating? Exactly. I kind of want to do that to a baby where I have a baby on what? my knee and oh. I like rock it. How come How come you you don't, you don't always like interject before I finish my thought and then I sound like the weird guy? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I, I know what you're talking about. Do you want to welcome the baddies? Uh, no. No, baddies, you're not welcome here. <laughs> you're not welcome here. But nope. you are allowed to sit in and listen to our conversation. Yeah. It is private, but whatever. I guess we'll post it publicly. Yeah, because we just feel like these are conversations that need to be heard. We just recorded a TikTok and we are really out of breath, so forgive us if we are still panting. Yeah, I'm asthmatic, and recently I learned that that's a pussy <laughs> Yeah, that's what I always diagnosis. Theodore Roosevelt had asthma, and his parents just told him to stop being a puss and made him go on hikes. Damn, and then see what he became? president yeah because he, he he stopped being a pussy and he was no longer as pretty much so you're telling me i gotta go on hikes and stop being a pussy that's what that's what theodore roosevelt is telling you you're telling me i gotta throw away both of my inhalers because those are not the way to go no way bro 
Okay. Step on him. Make it a, like a whole big thing. Like, I'll make, make a TikTok of it. Like, this is my inhaler, and I'm not going to use it anymore. Smash. Smash. I'm going to be like, hey, guys, hey. asthma is a conspiracy theory. And then smash And then like, have a chart of like the world and be like, see? But <laughs> that's... <laughs> don't explain it. Don't explain that at all. We um, watched a movie that was suggested to us by a friend of mine. His name is Michael Dake. Michael Dake. Uh, we'll give you a thousand shoutouts later and maybe plug your Instagram, but maybe not. So Who stick knows? around for the thousand shoutouts. Uh, he suggested a movie that is brand new on Netflix. It released yesterday. Brand spanking new. Uh, that would be April 3rd for whenever we release this. Yes. The movie we watched is called Coffee, coffee and, and Kareem. Kareem. It sounds like Coffee and Cream. But that's the joke. Kareem. Kareem. Um, very funny movie, I thought. Um, on my end, it was, there's funnier movies, but we'll talk about it. I laughed out loud. Did you laugh out loud? At some of the quips, yes. I laughed out loud and I watched this movie by myself, so that's saying quite a bit. Oh, is it? Do you it only is. laugh out loud when you watch movies with other people? That's <laughs> what I'm trying to dissect. <laughs> well, if I'm by myself, I'm just like, <laughs> is that is that why they added laugh tracks to sitcoms? Exactly. So you're like, oh, so you I'm laughing when, with people. So you know when to laugh. Otherwise... Big Bang Theory is not funny. That's just, laugh tracks are just forcing us to assimilate and like look around us and be like, oh, that person's laughing? I guess I should laugh here too. We should add a laugh track to this episode. I should, I can try, I can find a sound bite of a laugh track. Right here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this movie is a uh, uh, related, uh, wow. It's related? It's the, the laughing threw me off because it's so uh, rapturous. Yes. Uh, this movie was released in 2020, has a runtime of one hour and 28 minutes, or 88 minutes for Melissa. 88, as most of you know, is the speed that the DeLorean had to get to to go back in time. Uh, it had a rating of 5 out of 10 on IMDb, a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 34% on the Metacritic. Wow. Christian Balls are square. That's me. Would you like to guess how many Google users approved? Well, seeing that this just came out yesterday... I don't think many Google users have had the chance to hop on quite yet. You know, but but it is, it does have a rating. Yeah, it does have a rating, I'm sure. And it is a number. 84%. It is not that number. What is the number? 69. Damn. That's right, 69%. And Let's I, try to keep it at that. Yeah, nobody liked this film. Nobody, or if you're going to like it, have a buddy. You know what today's like date it. is? It's 4 4 2020. What'd you, what'd you call me? <laughs> Today, <laughs> Did you today's day is 4 4 2020. Oh, okay. I thought it's you were like, just it's like glitching on me. Day. No. Four, four, twenty, twenty. Interesting. That's a. Uh... You're not allowed to smoke just one joint today. You got to do two. Everything has to be in doubles. You think you're gonna take one bong rip today? Nah, uh, nah. You're gonna hit that twice. <laughs> Fighter nickel, uh, sir, uh, ma'am. <laughs> you made it too easy, ma'am. May I read the synopsis? You can read it. Not in that voice. Please don't do it in that oh, voice. The frequency's way too high. How about this voice? How about... you Canadian? How about this voice? Stop. Just a 12-year-old boy schemed to scare away his mom's new boyfriend, police officer James Coffey, backfires, exposing his family to a secret network of criminal activity. Uh, you had a little bit of Russian, Scottish, I wasn't, British. No, in there. There's that a, wasn't like a dialect. That was like a, a specific area of Kentucky. That sounds like someone got chopped in the throat and then was forced to speak. It's my Bob Dylan impression. <laughs> hey, my name's Bob Dylan. He just throws away hey, every sentence. Like a Rolling Stone. Yeah. I'm I wish Bob I could Dylan. speak like that and get famous. 
Someone's already done it. Yeah. Uh, guys, it's a pretty simple buddy comedy, but it has a, a white grown man and a black child. Uh, let's run down the cast list, shall we? Let's run it down. Starring the beautiful Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, that's Coast, your favorite. Uh, she's one of my favorites, but she's got to run for her money in this one. Ah. Uh, a woman by the name of Betty Gilpin. She's in the show Glow. She also plays Detective Watts. The blonde girl that you really like. I like most blonde girls. Yeah, most. <laughs> I'm not shy, though, I swear. Ed Helms leads this film. Um, yes. It is also has a supporting cast of one of my favorite Vine stars. Who is he? King Batch. King Batch. That's uh, right. Also, David Alan Greer is in this film. Uh-huh. Uh, and this guy's name is Ron Rico Lee. Who's that? That's an Asian guy? Is there an Asian no, person in this movie? that's the, one of the, the... I think he plays Orlando. Oh, Orlando. I remember his name. That's right. Uh, but the who's the kid? Where's why is the kid not in top? The bill? kid is from Nickelodeon, actually. He's Terrence from a, Little Garden High. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Do you know about him? Um, just from like doing some research on here, I've heard of the show that he's on. I don't know if it's canceled or if it's still going What's on Nickelodeon. Henry Danger, and it's so it's weird that that he was a star of a of a show kids that was show. geared toward kids mm-hmm. and now he's in this netflix film where the he's hard R. cursing up a storm dude you know what i think it's funny it was um what is that all he's been in just those couple of things he's only 12 years old he's young he's literally only been in two things just henry danger in that uh it's called danger force danger force um okay i don't know why i was calling it henry danger i don't watch kids shows <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not embarrassed to not know it <laughs> well you should be embarrassed um this movie was suggested to me because uh, Mike was watching it, and he was just kind of like, hey, you guys should do this movie. It's kind of silly and, and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not have high expectations for this film. In fact, you brought a fact to me right off the bat that this is the same director who directed another film we did, Stuber. Stuber. Uh, and I immediately was like, oh, this is going to be lame. Boy, was I wrong. I enjoyed every minute of it. Did you So you... Like right from the beginning, you were like, this honestly, is genius. Yeah. I, honestly, right from, the, right from the get, I was into it. Because Ed Helms is going to be doing a silly movie. like uh, So yeah. you kind of have to accept that as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, he wasn't going too over the top. That's why I kind of liked it. Yeah, but he was he was definitely pushing the envelope with it. He's definitely doing the Ed Helms thing, the like screaming like, ah! Screaming, he's doing the Ed Helms thing. Staggering away. Where he is so wildly different from the rest of the cast because he's like either too nerdy, too timid, yeah. uh, just he, odd. the most normal. Yes. I think by being so normal, he is odd. Yes, Yes, um, that's a good way to put it. Thank you. Uh, these days, when you're being so normal, it's it's normal to be weird nowadays in 2020. For sure. It's weird, weird to be cool. normal. Weird is cool. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's jump in. There's a lot of throwaway jokes. I think right off the bat, we're just going to tell you guys to watch this film because it is a funny, at least I'm going to say it. You're not agreeing. No, <laughs> it's, it's definitely face. funny. This is <laughs> you didn't react. <laughs> That's just me staring at you, dude. I'm just, I'm look, I look at people you're when I listen through me. <laughs> I'm not looking right through you're you. You're just thinking of the next thing you're going to say. You're just not like, when is all. he going to shut up so I can start talking? No, no, that's, that's what not I do when what you talk. it is. That, wow. That's <laughs> fucked up. You're like, well, you do a good job of pretending to listen. See, the next thing I want to talk about. <laughs> you fucker. What I want to say is that this movie is definitely funny, but it's not the type of movie where you need to listen hard. No, it, you can, yeah, have it on in the background while you're baking a cake and still get the whole gist of it. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I think my personal rating of this is not a number, but it's a phrase. It's called put it on in the background. 
<laughs> How do you rate this, Christian? Put, put it, it on, on the, the background. background. We have had a, we have had a couple people ask me if we have a, our own rating system. Maybe put it on in the background as a good rating. I think so. Maybe our rating system should just be a list of phrases. Yeah, it's either put it on in the background, put it on in the foreground, uh-huh. uh, sit down and watch it. Watch it with friends. And then pay attention, bitches. Be blackout drunk when you pay, uh, watch it. it. Would be one of no, the that's, phrases. No, that's code as hang out, watch it with your friends. Watch it. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll write this down later, guys. Don't It'll be more us. organized. We'll put it on Instagram or something. Yeah. By the way, has anyone hit bingo yet? Yeah. We're uh, waiting. And waiting. Uh, what are we giving them when they hit bingo? Otis is kissing them shirtless. That's right. Shirtless Otis is kissing you a thousand times. Also, have you checked out our website? That's right. Also, check out our website. ICBTB.com. That's right. Or it can't be that bad.com if you enjoy typing long words. You know, it's not a long word. Netflix, Kareem, coffee. What do you? I couldn't read you there. Cop, cop. Yes, because you know, Ed Helms plays a cop in this. I've never seen him play a cop before. No, and he's been on the force for twelve years, and he that's seems hilarious. like he's been on the force for twelve days. Well, no, that's the thing, though. Is he is a good cop. Just everyone hates him. Yeah. Is he a good cop? No, he's not a good cop in the sense of like where his he's moral not compass a good cop. is. He's also not a good cop because he lets Orlando Jones get out. Orlando Jones? It's not Orlando Jones. Orlando James? I think it's just or- it's Orlando something. Jones. Let's just call him who's, Orlando. Who's Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, that's uh Orlando Bloom. Okay, then it's or- Orlando James. No, uh, <laughs> maybe James, but Orlando Jones is uh one of the old cast members of Mad TV. It's Orlando Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. We were close. <laughs> <laughs> and Orlando Johnson in this film is an aspiring rap. Oh no, he's a rapper. Yeah, who's now has to also be a, a, a thug gangster. He's getting caught he, up. He talks about. He says it at the end. He's like, I don't even want to do this shit. He's like, I want, I want to be a dentist. Yeah. And like, you have the teeth for it. Yeah, and he's like so heartwarmed by <laughs> that compliment. He wanted with this drug money to build not only a studio, <laughs> but it's one part studio, one part strip club. <laughs> Which, if you break that down, not a bad idea. That's horrible. You'd never get any solid recording done in the other side. You know how much soundproofing you'd have to have? Uh, yeah, a lot. And I'm pretty sure with that drug money, you could have that soundproofing, dude. Um, so it is essentially a dumb... Uh, it's a buddy cop it's film. It's a buddy cop film, that, and, and the, the crime is drug dealer, and people get murdered and stuff. But that's neither here nor there. I have a couple quotes without context for you, Christian. Quotes without context. Um, I like we do this. We don't we give the other person warning so they don't know what's happening. Guys, we've definitely never practiced this. Nope. Um, also, I do want to ask. They're part of Detroit City Metro Police. Mm-hmm. Is that the same police force that got RoboCop? Yes, it is because it's Detroit. <laughs> it's Detroit Metro. Like I think they make a point to say Detroit Metro Police. I would watch a buddy cop film with Ed Helms and in this Robocop? movie and RoboCop. New RoboCop? Or Ed Helms. Yeah, new RoboCop. Or if Ed Helms is RoboCop. That would be, he would fuck up the entire city. He'd be way too sensitive <laughs> and emotionally just see him transparent. Like doing his like staggering away while he's screaming. Well, stop thing. right there. Is that how RoboCop sounds to you? If Danger, Will mixed Robinson. with Ed Helms. All right, uh, here we go. First, first line for you here. Um, Hit me. Somebody call Johnny Cochran. Um, Ed Helms. No. Well, wait, no, who is that? Kareem says that. Does he? Kareem says that when, when he first gets in the car with Ed Helms. He's like, somebody call Johnny Cochran. Oh. Somebody call me a lawyer. And <laughs> That's my, right. And my thing is like, why, I'm, Christian, who's Johnny Cochran? Uh, dude, I knew I should have looked up Johnny Cochran. Uh, someone who was uh, a, law- a famous lawyer. He was OJ's lawyer. That's right. One of OJ's like six lawyers. He's the one who, who came up with, uh, if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. So he's the one that saved OJ. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Karma got him in the end. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, that was a funny scene. I got another one for you. 
you can't leave me here. I'm wearing a V-neck sweater in this neighborhood. Oh, that's the the black gentleman that gets his car stolen from Ed Helms and Kareem. They commandeer his car and they're like, uh, he's like, I'm a cop. I need your gun. He's like, you could buy that on eBay. He's like, no, I'm a real cop. He's like, are you reaching for your gun? He's like, I know how this looks. A white cop and a black man. He's like, but I swear this isn't racial at all. I'd be taking the car of a white man. Yeah, he was he was making it. He was digging himself a deeper hole. And then his his nail in the coffin that he always does, Ed Helms, that keeps coming back. He's like, it's okay. I have a black girlfriend. And constantly people are like. Oh God! You didn't Why say that. Did you? Like because that is like the worst thing you could say to try and prove that you're not racist. To be like, I dated a black girl once. Like, I think the worst thing to prove that you're not racist is when someone is about to tell friend? a story. Oh. That as well, but something they go that, like this. When they look over their shoulders <laughs> and make sure no black people are listening. No, um, I've I've once had an interview for Urban Outfitters back in like Ooh, 2012. Back in the day, yeah, yeah, and uh, it was like a group interview. And so we were all taking turns, like, describing our experience in retail or whatever job experience we had. And there was a girl there, and I shit you not, the first thing she said to the hiring manager was, well, I've had retail experience, and um, I'm, I do a good job of uh, handling the merchandise and making sure no one steals. And not to be racist, but... That's a great way to start. That's the worst way to start. That's uh, definitely a racist way to start. <laughs> Saying not, not to be racist makes you already... 50% racist. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest is what what's the rest of the phrase? But yeah. And it almost doesn't matter what the rest of the phrase is. You are a um not white man and I am also a racially ambiguous 100% a white man. Um so do you ever get like you'll be like you're one of the good ones. <laughs> have you ever had someone say that to you? Cuz I have. You're one of the good ones. You're one of the good not ones. Not specifically that I've phrase. I've had someone say it to me and I'd be like one of the good what? And mm-hmm. then and for me it's the best because they don't know what I am but they know I'm something like, you know, you know, one of the good ones. Not white. Good one. What? Yeah. Well, what? What am Please I? Please be specific. What do you think I am? That's my favorite thing. Is like, but what? then it is hard to pinpoint what you are, dude. So that's my point exactly. So a good one of who? Of what? My thing is, um, people don't say specifically that to me, but they do kind of typecast me with the rest of your typical Filipinos because you're dark enough that they think you're you are from the islands. They they know I'm Filipino from a mile away. It's my nose. It's my skin tone. Your nose is very Filipino. You know what Melissa said to me the other day? <laughs> she said. Uh, you have a, you had a big nose, but I got used to it. Damn. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, you should, your response should have been, I got something else big that you got used to. Hey. hey! Uh, Sorry. Mom. Melissa and mom. Okay. I got another one for you here. Let's hear it. I smashed a grapefruit once. Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's King Batch. Uh-huh. AKA Rodney in this film. Best character. Best character. He is part of this, uh, this thug He's part squad. Of Orlando's crew. Orlando's crew. And he hasn't killed anyone yet, but he's asking. Wants to. He wants to, and you can tell he's the runt of the group. So, and to the point where, so much to the point where at the end of the movie, when the when it all comes out, and the lead drug dealer, who is Detective Watts, spoilers, spoilers, um, wants Orlando to kill him. And he's like, "I'm not killing a wife," and or he's like, "I'm not killing a woman and a kid." And she turns to King Batch, and she's like, "Fine, you do it." And he's like, "Oh, yes, Fuck yes, yes." He's like, "I've been waiting for this opportunity." He's like, to be honest with you, this couldn't have come at a better time. My colleagues have been bullying me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, "I love." His like how deep he goes into shit and like he's he's a bad guy, but all he wants to do is bad stuff, and no one gives him the chance to do it. No yes. one's giving him the opportunity. He's a perfectly written comedic character. I love, oh my god, this is way better than his character in uh, the Babysitters or Baby. The Babysitter. The babysitter. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. I hear it's actually really it's good. It's pretty funny, but I but I didn't like his character in that one. I like this character. That was like his first movie that he ever did. That one is the one where he steals money. Uh, or I'm he not finds too sure. the money. That's actually maybe should be on our list. That's a good one. Okay. A money heist or something like that. Um, yeah. Do you have any favorite lines? 
Yeah, I have one. It's right here. Okay, I have one more. <laughs> I like how you ask me, and you're like, okay. I found one more that okay, I like. Okay, good. Uh, when she's like, uh, track his phone. He goes, track the call. He goes, that's not how this works. Oh. You know what? Fuck it. I'll just track the GPS on his camera. Uh, it was one of the cops uh, at the police station who was probably in charge of tracking phone calls. And he was like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. <laughs> that's, that's not... Because you can't actually... In movies and NCIS, we always think that they can track phone calls and like listen in and stuff like that. That's yeah. not actually how police find people through their cell phones. They you find, know how it works? I do. Um, okay. So what they do is it's called pinging the network. And what they'll do is they can get... If they get the, to work with Verizon or, or Sprint or whoever is in control of this criminal's phone service, they can ping where they think... They generally know, okay, Christian lives in this area. He lives... We, we, we know he lives on Lansing Circle, but we don't know where. Holy <laughs> shit, you're just giving out my address. <laughs> we know the address is 238 Lansing Circle. And we That's get, not we, far we're away. We're going to send people directly to his door, but we don't know exactly where he is. What they can do is they can ping your phone because your phone's going to go to a, uh, one of those towers, yeah. right? And so when it goes to that tower and pings and comes back, it's tracking that where it's going back So it's to. a longer process than it's what not it's just, made It's not just being be. like, click, 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 there's his phone. Because that, that's exactly what I thought it was. No. Really? Yeah, they have to ping the tower. It's a little bit more difficult. Okay, that makes me feel safer. If you uh, read the book uh, Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. This is your third time plugging that book. I fucking love books. Let's try to get that uh, book to sponsor us. No way, bro. Do books sponsor people? Not that one. How about an author? Can an author sponsor us? Maybe if they like us. Okay. How about like a publishing company? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Publishing company of the book Don't Talk to Strangers? Simon and, Simon and Schuster. Is it called Don't Talk to Strangers? No, Talking to Strangers. Okay. so It's it, all about how we should be talking to strangers. Okay, so it's not a book about how we shouldn't be talking to strangers. It's about how people are bad at talking to strangers. <laughs> this is not a book about how not to get kidnapped. <laughs> it does a little bit talk about how to not get kidnapped. It also talks about how like torture doesn't work and why drinking culture is bad. Also Holy explains shit. how you shouldn't, how, how to like talk to police and how often police make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book. That sounds interesting. Um, I might have to do that. I always talk to strangers, so maybe I need help on polishing that up. Lines? Okay, I got some quotes without context for you, good coats, sir. Quotes without context? Uh, just a few. The first quote is, uh, I'm so sorry your vagina is small. <laughs> She's like, a, that's, that's a compliment. <laughs> Ed Helms is saying that to Detective Watts when they're first getting called in. Yeah. And David Allen Greer, who's the police commissioner, is like, uh, you need to apologize to him. She's like, I'm sorry. You fucked up our investigation and let the criminal get loose. <laughs> She's such a bitch at this. I fucking hate her. I like uh, her. I think she's a good cop. No, I think she's a bad she's a cop, but dirty cop. Um, next one. <laughs> I've been fiending some sushi. My face wrapped up in your coochie. <laughs> okay, that is uh, Kareem's rap he does in front of the class because it's like poetry day okay so, which i want to get into a little bit yeah um he's hiding in the bathroom so he doesn't have to present his his piece to, to class mm-hmm. but he's an aspiring rapper why wouldn't he want to do his poetry in front of the class right like that's the best time to shine he's hiding in the bathroom with his friend and they're in separate stalls and one of the stalls has graffiti on it that says never wipe and i think that's a hilarious thing to have on like bathroom graffiti because bathroom graffiti is always trying to preach uh, retaliation to be a rebel but to never wipe it does not matter who you are please always wipe did you ever write stuff on the walls at uh, the bathrooms in high school or whatever? No, no. I was such a good kid in high school, but I would constantly read them. And there would be <laughs> phone numbers on there. Yeah. And it'd be like, Real oh. people's phone numbers. Yeah. And be like, call this to get your dick sucked. We had kind of a fucked up high school where like some people, some people had a fucked up experience. Like some people, people got fucked with. Yeah. Actually, no. In the scope, 
in the scope of where we went, yeah, there were some shitty things. But then I hear some ghetto schools, how there's like my brother's high school fights every day, every single day. We had about one or two, three fights at a semester. No, I think we had more than that. We had one or two a month. You were just in the wrong places. I guess you so. just weren't hanging out with the people who were fighting. I remember seeing fights constantly. I was in high hanging school. out where the people were eating. I, I was hanging out where the people were fighting because <laughs> wow. I wanted to see the fights. Also, I remember being in the, the weird sidebar. I remember being in the locker room in high school in PE. And do you remember the little like side room where they had like a chain door that you could like lock in? Yeah. One time the seniors locked a whole bunch of us freshmen in there and made us fight club it out. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> it was hilarious, bro. That's so mean. There was like three or four of us. I I I don't want to give too many names, but yeah. looking back at who who they are now, like it's so ridiculous that they locked us all in there. Do you remember when kids would get stuffed into the giant lockers in the? Uh, yeah, locker rooms totally i was so glad i was a fatter kid that couldn't fit in these lockers. i always wanted the locker in that little fight club area because you could like it was just a better place to have a locker god damn dude. ryan mccumber was in that pe class with me and i remember he was an mma fighter at the time i was just like ryan protect me he's a thick guy <laughs> he's a buff guy he's yeah a, he's, his a, he's neck a man if there's was a man, so thick he's a man yeah he was a man when we were all boys but he was also a boy when we were all boys yeah that's true so he just (laughs) physically matured faster some of us remember what you looked like in middle school ryan and if you're listening i don't remember i remember i remember ryan and ryan if you're listening to this he's pointing at our camera right now coffee and cream coffee and cream how do you take your coffee black dude just like your women um i've never dated a black girl but like i'm i don't don't make this analogous to a no. I mean no. I'm not to trying woman. to. Don't don't do the 1920s joke of like you know why I like my coffee. Like I like my women. No, that, that, that's that's an old school joke. It is. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, I forgive you. Thank you. Yeah. How do you like your coffee? Black. Just like your women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because you actually did date a black girl. Yeah, once. I mean, it's not a thing. I mean, it's not a. Anyways. <laughs> Honestly, it should. Nothing should ever be a thing nowadays. Just like girls like, are girls are girls. Think, <laughs> but even that's not, wrong, that, dude. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing about things: is some people got things, and some people got things. <laughs> Some things are things. Some things are things. Are you know what things. I mean? Something yeah. are things. Yes. This is nonsense. They'll smack you right in the face too. With their hands. Mm-hmm. Coffee and cream. Coffee and cream. Coffee and cream. <laughs> uh, Kareem honestly was really annoying. What? I think he was so annoying. I thought he was really as far, for as far as kids in movies. Yes. I thought he was actually really good. I, I actually could. St- I thought he was. Qui- quippy enough and witty enough to there, hold his own in the he film. He had some no, he had some golden heavy hidden lines. But like I think the writers for him specifically could have been better. They because there were just too many times where they were just throw away pussy dick jokes, which totally. I think they could have just been a more more clever. Like I think the idea of having a twelve year old potty mouth kid working with a uh, with a timid white cop like Ed Helms that's a funny concept. Sure. Do you think it would have worked better if Kareem was older? Uh, maybe. Maybe a little older, a little more experienced. Um, but then you would have to change other things about the script, like about how much he, how per, like his dynamic with his own mother would be different if he was older. I think it could have done it with him being 16. And I think then that some of the jokes still could have worked with him being like, give me a gun. And he'd be like, no, you're a kid. He's like, no, I'm, I'm 16. He'd be like, yeah. You're a kid. Yeah. See, yeah, that could work <laughs> that out. That could have been really funny. Yeah, but we're not here to rewrite the script necessarily. We're here to oh. defend it. All right, well, let me so, delete this file then. Yeah, delete that file and perfect. All right, then what else we got? <laughs> but with Kareem, I, some of my favorite parts were when uh, 
he was teaching Ed Helms how to shit talk. That's my favorite. He's like, you got to be gay, but aggressive. Yes. He's like, like Mike Tyson. I'm going <laughs> to eat your ass till you love me. I do. I remember as a kid, you know, watching Mike Tyson highlights and shit and seeing him smack talk and be like, is that, is that what you're supposed to say? Is that how say? you do it? Because I would be so scared if I got in a fight and I said something like that, they'd be like, what? <laughs> Why would you? Like, just... I, I don't know. I heard Mike Tyson say it. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know. That's where you got it. <laughs> I mean, because do you think that kind of shit talk works? Like, suck my dick, bitch. Yeah, it can. I mean, it definitely, it's, it definitely when you are in a moment of heated back and forth, Christian, I can tell you from experience. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it is pretty demoralizing. Only if you're winning, though. If you're uh-huh. losing a, a heated argument, if you're losing you a fight. You need something with a like, deeper cut. Hey, my dick. You're, suck my dick, bitch. You're going to be like, mm-hmm. what? And they Why continue to like that? wail on you. But if you're like beating the shit out of some dude like yeah fuck you motherfucker suck my dick uh-huh i yeah i mean I, i've that actually could never be said that sprinkled... in like the heat of a moment but i have said some demoralizing things for sure oh i'm sure if you've ever gotten in a fight i mean i i brought this up before but i do have those uh toothbrush thoughts while i'm brushing my teeth i think of things That's that what, i would you, say you get the most aggressive when you brush your teeth it's weird i think it's because i'm looking in the mirror when i brush my teeth <laughs> and you make yourself angry well what it is if i'm gonna break this down break yes down. i make myself angry i'm looking at myself and naturally when we look at ourselves our first things that we break down are our insecurities the of parts of our bodies that we're insecure about and i'm like how am i gonna blanket these insecurities by you know putting my Brushing thoughts my in teeth. something hypothetical and like i'm gonna if this person that bullied me back in the day i were to see him now i would I would tear him up with the things I would say. What would you say? Would you use some of Kareem's uh, insults? No, because I don't think those are deep cutting enough. I didn't I, think it was really funny. Sorry, I interrupt. No, it's okay. I do think it's funny when Ed Helms does finally like start doing it. The he's best. doing it so badly. And like Kareem's like, he's like, am I doing it right? And Kareem's like, no, you sound weirdly romantic. Yeah, because the things that... So Ed Helms <laughs> is like, trying to shit talk to Orlando, Orlando and scare him. And the things he's saying are not... They're not only gay... Uh, and they're not only aggressive, but they're like aggressively romantic. <laughs> I want to listen to what you like and give you everything you love. And I'm gonna you take really you satisfied. out on dates, and then after eight months, I'm gonna get down on one knee <laughs> like, what? and propose. What do you think of that? And then Orlando is so scared, he's like, oh, eight months is a little too short. I- I'd have to talk to my parents, and I'd have to figure it out." <laughs> Oh, you got to talk to your parents first? <laughs> yeah, that easily was one of my favorite back and forths throughout the entire movie. Seeing Ed Helms behind a gun was weird. He didn't know how to shoot it. I do think, though, but then at the end, he was shooting two guns. At the end of the movie, he was kicking grenades. He was, Yeah, grenades that he dropped. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he was he dropped he unclipped the grenades uh-huh. accidentally dropped them and he was like oh shit he kicks them not only toward the bad guys but where kareem and his mother uh-huh, were uh-huh. and so he put everyone in danger he um he pulls the pin on both of those grenades at the same time yet the difference between both of them exploding was multiple seconds multiple dozens of seconds yeah it made no sense one was definitely not manufactured as well mm. with grenades I would assume there needs to be consistency, right? I would say almost every single time. I think that's the whole point of like... Like a timer of like when it gets uh, jostled. I believe it's five seconds. How does it work? So you remove the clip. That's basically the safety. You pull the pin. The pin. And then the little like arm that they always hold down. Okay. That's... That is what's not letting it start the fuse. But when you let it go, you it let starts go, the fuse? That thing flies off. The fuse has started five to three to five seconds to get that, get that guy out of your hand. I've never thrown a grenade, so I was just really curious. Not that I ever I would. I haven't either. I definitely would if I got an opportunity to. I mean, if you're in like a range or something. Um, I'm just going to be pissing my pants if I'm holding one, even if it's unpinned. It would be fun, bro. I'd, I'd, have, a, I'd, I'd have a good time throwing a couple of grenades. I can imagine that. They should have a grenade, uh, what do you call it, ranges. I, I bet you in like Vegas or Texas... 
You can just throw grenades. Totally, dude. I bet you could go to a gun range. Yeah, an explosion range. I bet you you could. Really? I bet you there's places in America you could. Fuck yeah, I would. And I'd pay good American money to do it. Well, I'm staying at the hotel if we ever take a vacation to Texas and you got to do that. You wouldn't want to go shoot like AKs and blow shit up? No, I'd go to a good taqueria, man. Stuff well, you, that's face. San Diego. <laughs> oh, they, they don't, I'm sure they would have one some in Texas. Uh, uh, coffee and Kareem? Coffee and Kareem. <laughs> I would love right. some. Um, I do want to point out that Miss Chu, the Asian teacher of Kareem, yeah, is she? also from another movie that we reviewed from the interview. Oh, She is uh, the, the Korean lady. Who is basically the right hand woman of? Yeah. Uh, oh, you saw Harry like a bear. Her. Then I'm weirdly attracted to her. It's the aggression. It's not weird. It makes sense for you. Why? Because you're Asian. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna come up with a clever way to get out of that that <laughs> hole that you were <laughs> nope, in. Nope, just straight up racist. No, yeah. I mean, no. Well, yeah. Asians tend to like Asians, but yeah, there are um, some. <laughs> a, this movie deals a lot with race in a very funny way. I think without being too crass, they do a pretty good job of. Yeah. Making the black and white thing. Funny. I was reading some of the reviews, and some of the reviews they were calling it lazy. They were saying that there is uh, there is a controversial humor, and there's just plain wrong. And and this, this is wrong. And they said that this was just plain wrong. I thought it was funny. I think people just have no sense of humor when it comes to race. No, it no, and I think there were really funny parts for sure. One of the funniest parts I think was when Ed Helms actually takes Kareem to a strip club. Yes. Uh, that was also, I was going to bring it up later, but since you brought it up now, Michael Dake's favorite part as well. Really? Yes. Okay, what did he like about it? The You'd say your part, I'll pull it up. Okay, because what I really liked about it is that they were actually getting to know each other uh, during that scene. Yeah, uh, definitely. Ed Helms was was confiding in this 12-year-old kid about how he had a stepdad and he didn't like his stepdad, which is why he wants to be such a good, uh, not father figure, not that's so, that's so quick to assume, but yeah. just a good role model for Kareem because he didn't have that. And I do think it's funny uh, that he was like, um, you know, if you want to, if you have any questions, I can talk to you about this shit. And Kareem's like, you ain't my daddy. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was saying like, uh, do you need any questions about the birds and the bees? <laughs> you ain't my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike said his favorite part was when they were at the strip club and he was teaching them how to pick up girls and they just, and Best then, part. And then uh, Kareem tries tries to get the girl to show him her show him. Yeah. Well, like, before we get there, they he he was like he was saying, uh, "What's your name?" And she said something like, "Oh, Thursday. That's her name. Yeah. She's a stripper with a name that's the name of the uh, one of the days of the week." And she says, uh, "He like says Thursday. Well, tell me about yourself." And she says, "Well, I'm a biology major, and I'm a currently working towards being coming a veterinarian. <laughs> I like reading books, and I, I like dabble. Uh, I watch this TV show, and I watch that TV show, and it's very wholesome. And yeah. like Kareem looks like he's having a very wholesome conversation. And that, when she's done with her piece, he continues to say, okay, okay, how much to look at your pussy?'" She's, she's like, like $5. Five bucks. <laughs> and he like starts reaching in his pocket. And that like, like, no, 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 no. no, no. Is the... that how much it would really cost? I mean, some strip clubs. You can't show coochie in California, though. Oh, really? Yeah. No coochie in California? No, keep that shit covered up. Interesting. No California coochie? No California. <laughs> I mean, you plenty of California coochie. You just can't pay for it. Uh, that makes sense. Um, uh, also, I don't know how they are in Detroit, but I guess the food's really good in strip clubs out there. There are buffets in strip clubs. That's not a shock. That's, um, that's being, a real thing. Yeah, it being good is usually a shock. Yeah, no, but I've heard, I do have a coworker that said, hey, we all got to go, boys and girls, we all got to go to this strip club in San Francisco. They got the best chicken. No wings. way, the strip clubs in San Francisco are a joke. Best strip clubs. Where? Portland. Portland, they have good food at those strip clubs. Yes. Really? 
So steak and eggs. You steak and eggs would be such a weird meal to have. <laughs> oh, I'll have the steak and eggs, please. Is it? Uh, what is this? A breakfast for you? <laughs> Good morning, sir. Uh, let's talk about a coffee and cream instead of strippers. Yeah, I don't want to go deep into that hole. That's gross. I should use <laughs> different phrases. You know what I mean. I don't want to get lost in that rabbit hole. King Bach is my favorite. He has so many good lines and so many Rodney. Quick, so many quick little things. Um, I just can't say enough about his acting. I love the part when they go up to Kareem's house mm-hmm. and Rodney. AKA King Batch <laughs> rings the doorbell. Rings the doorbell. And they're like, dude, do- what are you doing? Don't ring the doorbell. That leaves fuck? fingerprints. He's like, oh, yeah. And so he's like, goes to wipe the doorbell off the finger and then rings the doorbell again. Yes. And they're like, shit, why are you ringing the doorbell? Well, you told me no fingerprints. What do you want? And so they break the glass to reach in the door and open it. He's like, that's louder than, <laughs> than, than the, the doorbell. doorbell. King Batch is really he has, funny. He has the best lines. I think he's, he's as, good. I can't wait for him to be super famous and in every movie. He's all, yeah, he's not famous in the sense of like Hollywood or movies, of course. But in for the younger folks in, in the realm of social media. Yeah, for YouTube Vine stars. Have any of those YouTube Vine stars made the transition to like big time movie star? Not that I know of. I'm pretty sure they that he's like one TV of the shows closest. And small, so, yeah, this is pretty big for. Yeah, I've seen like web shows or like people like Cody Ko, uh, who is the star of. Remember we did the Boonies. He was the star of that movie. Oh yeah. He was the guy that got a lot of poontang in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a famous Vine star. And he has his like own web show. He's actually really funny, and I'm have to I'm gonna have to show you what he does. Does he have any more movies? Um, not that I know of. I'm gonna show you his web show, and I think that you'll actually like it. And I think that's a direction that could actually influence us when we create content. I, like I think it. you'd actually like it. I like it. it a lot. But King Batch, his character goes through a lot. Yeah, he does. Like toward the end. So so then he gets shot in the leg. He gets, almost gets blown up. He's trying to just like crawl out. He mm-hmm. does get out. Does he get arrested? Uh, no, he's able to escape with like a kilo of Coke. Yeah. A kilo of Coke. He grabs some dollar bills. Um, he set set up, he set up out of anybody who got out of this film, Rodney got set up the best. He probably deserved, he was the nicest of those people. He still wanted to be a murderer. He still wanted to be a gangster and a drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Orlando was the nicest wanting to be a dentist. Him wanting to be a dentist is one of the funniest things. And like, even after like the big explosion at the climax and everything, yes. he's telling one of the ambulance people, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a dentist after all this. <laughs> yeah. He's already bragging about his future career as a dentist. Crazy transition to go from rapper to dentist real quick. <laughs> Went from rapper to dentist real quick. <laughs> one thing I do want to talk about as well is Kareem. At one point during the movie, tases his, his mom. mom. And what the fuck? Just to it's get her so to funny. shut up. Hey. I could not do that. You would never tase your mom? <laughs> you say that like it's a normal thing. You made me cough. You brought my <laughs> asthma back from your bullshit. <laughs> Look, I, I'm sorry, mom, because she is probably listening. But if I had to, if I had to tase my mom, I'd tase her. What's the scenario in which you would have to tase your mom? May- I don't know. I can't. Maybe she's hopped up on PCP and is punching baby gorillas in the face. I gotta. I gotta stop. I gotta put a stop. Then that makes sense. Okay. With that much, with that specific of a scenario, <laughs> that would never happen. My mother would never punch a baby or take PCP. Yeah. Or I don't even think my mom knows what PCP is. Please tase any baby punchers or gorilla punchers. But I would tase my mom up to and including. Uh, Verbal abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, what's her name? Tareem M. Johnson. What's your what's what's her name? You never say her name right, and I get so upset that you don't have the ounce of respect to learn her name. What is it, Karima Taraji? Taraji P. <laughs> Henson. 
You upset me to no end, Christian Baltazar. Christian Evelyn Baltazar. I know every name of yours, but you can't take a time to learn. I've tried to like to be honest. You I've never, tried. You haven't given it a try. No. no, I've tried. Why are you trying? Why? Tell me how many names do you not. Remember? I know that there's like three syllables in her first name. I know that there is Taraji. A, a middle name P. A letter middle name P. Penelope. Uh, Taraji Penelope Henson. Is it Penelope? It is now. It is. You can't just go around giving people middle names, dude. Fine, then it's Paprika. <laughs> That's even what? That's the same thing. Don't give her. You say P. Well, until you find out what her actual middle name is, you're being more of a disgrace to Taraji P Henson than I am. Anyways, so you wouldn't tase Taraji? No, I wouldn't do that. I mean, there there's a lot of crazy stuff in this film. That Panda I would Panda Panda. Are you saying Panda weirdly? P E N D A, Taraji Panda Henson. Taraji You're saying Panda? it with an accent. <laughs> Panda, Panda, Panda. How, right. how would you say it? Panda, Panda. No, you're saying like you're. You sound like panda. Someone from Asia talking about pandas. No, they say panda. We over here. We have pandas. Panda. This is so panda. wacky. <laughs> this is so wacky. The uh, the car chase. There is a weird car chase in this film. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's there's a weird car chase. They're doing donuts around a roundabout. And they're like, are we chasing them? Are they chasing us? <laughs> they're doing it for so long. Uh, Kareem's also driving. The 12-year-old who just learned how to drive is drifting around he this roundabout. drifting hard up in this thing. I was bummed that they didn't make any basketball jokes. With a name like Kareem, how are they not having any basketball it's jokes? It's odd, yeah. They they resorted to the Arguably the most fa- the most famous Kareem is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, and that this is this Kareem in second place? <laughs> I would think so. Uh, yeah, I don't know any other Kareems. I honestly couldn't name a third. Yeah, same here. Baddies, if you can think of another Kareem. A famous Kareem, let us know. Let us know. We'll have him or her on the podcast. Uh, actually, we do know. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, anyone, anything else you want to speak about? I think we're ready to talk about the B-Posses. I think I'm ready to talk about my B-Poss. Why? What? Why do you have to isolate me and say that I'm not ready? I'm the one that brought <laughs> up the say, segment. No, I never said that you weren't ready. The, the emphasis on that syllable of your sentence. It's just that I'm ready. I don't know if you are. I can't speak for you. I said, I think we're ready. And I'm confirming. I'm ready. I'm ready as well. I, you go first like then. Okay. All right. I guess I'll go first for the best person on set award then. Yes. And you know, it's weird that you're making me go first. It's almost not fair. But I I'll... think I could read your mind actually. Can we count down? And we're going to say ours at the same time because I think we have the same one. And if not, you you could... I'm, you really, could, worried. I'm really worried we're not going to say the same you thing. You could slap me on the wrist like this with your two fingers. Which two fingers? Uh, the ones that you don't use on women. Mm, okay. <laughs> gross. That's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> now I'm curious as to whether you switch fingers or if you use all of them simultaneously. Because no, no. I can't imagine I you being like, I just said. I index know. finger now? And poke, poke, poke. <laughs> poke, poke, poke. <laughs> Middle finger now? Oh, God. Poke, poke, jab? Stop. <laughs> Ring finger now? Because I'm person, a gentleman. My best person on set award on the count of three. One, One two, two, three. three. Taraji P. Hens- what? It's King Batch. Oh. It is King Batch. Okay. He's giving the most. He's very funny. He has the best comedic timing and has one of the best Instagrams out there now. Yes. It'd be a cop-out. Uh, no pun and intended. TikToks. Uh, it'd be a cop-out to give it to Ed Helms, I'd say. Or even Kareem. I don't even think Ed Helms is doing the best job in this film, honestly. He's not doing the best that he could. It no. seems like this is easy. Yeah. He didn't put too I, much thought into it. It is a very... Yeah, I mean... He grew a mustache. <laughs> I don't even know if it's real. <laughs> no, that's real. It does. He's had that mustache in a couple of them. Do you know what real mustaches look like? No. <laughs> I 
I've only ever seen fake ones. <laughs> don't worry. We, we could get you some like biotin and rub it on your upper lip and hopefully it grows. I don't think that's how it works. Uh, yeah, probably not. What do you rub on your face to make a beard grow? Uh, biotin, maybe <laughs> ro- Rogaine, can you do Rogaine on different areas Other than your scalp I have a hairy chest and my cousins Asked if I put Rogaine, Rogaine on my chest I shave my chest Doesn't it get prickly? That's why I shave my chest So constantly you shave it? Daily Wouldn't you just wax it? Wait, daily? Do you really <laughs> shave your chest like on a daily basis? You got hair on your nipples? Yeah How do you shave that? I pluck those Ah! Ouch! Oh my god! How many? How many do you have? Or is it just like two or three? I keep and... I keep them pretty tame. Pretty tame. Yeah. Well, you don't have a lot of chest. Like if you were to just let it grow, would it be a lot? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Any um, any other parts of my body you want to talk about? No, <laughs> no. It's been talked about too much. <laughs> no, disgusting, dude. My mouth. This is no. That's still kind of gross. <laughs> I know you were trying to give me a curveball, but that curveball was still gross. <laughs> this is a gross curveball. Huh? That's a gross curveball. Who's your papas? King Batch, dude. I said it at the same time as you. Oh, I thought you were just guessing mine. No, no, no. thought no. you are trying to read my mind and guess mine. No, I think we had the same one, which is why I said it. King Batch had an ortho- unorthodox rise to, to fame. fame. Um, I think that he is a testament of how people could capitalize on social media to Correct. get to these certain parts. And usually I would combat that idea if, like, Vine Star... Or Vine I combat it? <laughs> what? You would combat it? Kombach it? Kombach. Like it is King Batch. Oh, I see what Kombach. you're trying to do there. You know, dude, if you can do Jolie Rancher, I can do Kombach. No, because I thought it was a kombucha joke. <laughs> and I was like, uh, how would well, you kombucha, dude? I thought, I hate kombucha. I thought Jolie Rancher was a, was a like, farm joke. Yeah, no, that's that's you're thinking too deep into it. Jolie Rancher was pretty good. Jolie Rancher, bro? Rancher? Yeah, I had to break that down. Anyway, what I was saying about King Batch is that he had an unorthodox rise to fame. Usually, Vine famous people that try to act are not that good at acting. No, but he does, he's good. I think he actually does a great job. Um, I asked you this earlier. We may have asked this on air. Can you name any other Vine star who made it into the movies and stuff? No, no. You did ask me that earlier, and I can't think of any. And was else. it on air? It was on air. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. So we're just repeating. We are right back around to where we were. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. This is the beginning of the episode. And Again. This is the beginning of the end, actually. That's scary. The way you said it, just like, I don't know, whenever people very say it's the beginning of the end, it's very like, wow, the end of the world. It's the end of the world as we know it. Is that a song? It is. Because I know a different song that has the title End of the World. How does it go? Why do the, I don't want to sing it? It's just it's a ballad and it's gonna. You make sing us yours sad. and then I'll sing mine. That's in the episode. All right. Well, we're toward the end. I guess we could bullshit at this part. It's the end. We'll sing at the same time. Go. Okay. It's um, the end why of the world does the as sky we know it. Go on it's shining. The, <laughs> the world. Why does the sea rush to? Ocean?